Hey, this is director Jenny Curtis. You'll hear me say this in the coming clip, but the character of Chelsea is one of my favorites in the entire series, and she is played beautifully by Julia Henning. Julia is a friend of ours, so when she joined Chris Porter and I to talk about the role, we had a really candid conversation about who Chelsea is and the joys and challenges of recording this character. You guys kind of took the words out of my mouth in terms of Chelsea being the personification of the thing that's left behind. We know Chelsea to be Jamal's like best friend. They're like brother and sister. They were neighbors. She was his greatest cheerleader is in so many ways but in my mind it was like she's the humanity in the show that like carries across gravity so you think about you're isolated in space you're isolated in yourself i mean if solar is so much about being separated but the unity of hope of grace of the will to live the will to survive i feel like chelsea represents what we're surviving for what we're living for i loved that she kind of had you know, this energy to her. We're hearing so much of the crew in space kind of panicking and struggling. And I feel like she's going through these moments of tender celebration and these moments of tender reflection. And she's so innocent and beautifully naive to the whole situation of what Jamal going into space is. And for me, that's just such a beautiful representation of, you know, love. Like people are going through crazy things and yet we just think of them as being our best friend, you know? Yeah, you're in space, but, like, she says, she's like, what up, Jay? You know, she talks to him as if there's no distance or proximity between them. Um, So for me, Chelsea was so much the essence of what we're fighting for and who we are at our core. And I actually, I love that in the show, you guys talk about so much of the Russian doll, and I felt like Chelsea, in a lot of ways, was the core of the Russian doll. She's, you know, the heart of what they keep peeling back. Oh, I love that. I love it. Also, I want to mention that the What Up Jay was 100% a Julia contribution. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We yeah. didn't say that. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah. right. You did yeah, that yeah. in the booth. Oh, I forgot about that. I've said this before. I'll say it again. That's the beauty of working with actors because you guys come in with personalities that we couldn't have anticipated mm. and surprises. And I remember moments we were in the booth and we're finding, like, where the humor is and where the gravity is. And I remember mm. one of my favorite things is the joke of Schrodinger's box and Chelsea doesn't know what Schrodinger is and so Julia mispronounced it and we were like huh that's funny but maybe say it right once just so we have it and you were like how how do I pronounce it (laughs) this is real time real life I have no idea what this is but it like became this really wonderfully rich moment because it felt so authentic yeah I know there's some quantum component that you mentioned so I don't get this joke but here goes Schrodinger's cat walks into a bar. That's it. That's the setup. (laughs) Bye, Jay. (laughs) I remember that moment, too, actually. My laugh in the take that you guys kept was true, was honest, because I just remember we got it. I finally said it right, and then I laughed because I was like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> I have no idea what this means. Just to go back into the editing, in the first monologue in episode four, you go, here I am sending you this message. Woo! Uh, <laughs> the woo is actually not from that chunk. I think we had like said, okay, we got it. And you went, woo! And that was like somewhere else. And I was like, I love that. That's got to go somewhere. I was going to say, I don't remember reading a woo there. And I was listening to it again yesterday. And I was like... 
Okay, I was really excited for that take. I got <laughs> really, you can hear it, you can feel it. The day you leave Earth's orbit, the day you start getting these messages. So here I am, sending you this message. Woo! <laughs> I mean, I'm sure this will come up again, but I, in talking about recording, nothing will ever beat the story of me getting over the question mark line. There's one line, I don't remember what it is, but dear Jenny had to stop me so many times and literally go, Julia, this is a statement with a period and you keep making this a question. And I, I was like, no, okay, I got it. So I would do it, question mark me. And I was like, okay, mirror to me, Jenny, tell me, what am I doing wrong about this line? And of course, as an actor, you can't help but like suddenly become really conscious of that because mm -hmm. when somebody gives you a very specific thing, you're like, I got to get it right. Mm -hmm. And nothing will ever be me hearing you say it. I mirrored it back. And then as soon as you press record, <laughs> couldn't get out of it. It was like, I sorry, this is going to be a question from here on out. And it's also the director-actor thing of like finding the performance and mm. finding who the character is. And I think you as Julia are such a grounded person. Mm. You're like the most grounded person I know. It gives <laughs> me you. chills just thinking about Stop. it. With Chelsea, like you said, she's lighthearted. Mm -hmm. And I think that encourages the little bit mm -hmm. of thinking like yeah. this. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what we kept trying to get out of, but we didn't end up being a question. We did end up getting it. We got it, because you literally, I remember you like conducted me with your finger. You were like, <laughs> go up, now go down with the statement. Go down with the statement. And I was like, and it's done. Done. <laughs> and I remember when we hit it, and I was like, can we please move on? Like, we got it, right? No, those are my favorite moments, though. That was also part of like me as a director. But not a learning process for me in this, but mm. I did that with a lot of our actors, where there would be like a line or or a word. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it was just like the word yes. Mm -hmm. And I swear to God, we did it 20 times. And everybody in the booth, like not in the booth because they're on Zoom, but everyone would be like, okay, Jenny, you have 20 takes of yes. Like, move on. <laughs> that actually came up, though. I was thinking about that. That was actually a really beautiful moment that I kept between you and I during that because you even said, you know, I'm an actor and I'm directing and we're friends. I'm hearing this line and this monologue in my head and how I would say it. And so that's coming through a little bit in how I'm directing you. And I remember separating in that moment as an actor, you know, some people with, I think, a thicker ego might go, okay, this is my time. I'm the actor. But it actually was really impactful to me, A, that admittance and that humility, because I was able to go, I want to hit what she's hearing in her head as a director and as an actor, because the resonance of the emotion underneath both of our performance if we can amalgamate those two tones, then it's going to come out and it's going to hit so many more listeners. And I just remember as an actor going, I understand it, the actor's director. I understand the director's actor. Those two roles coming together. And I don't know, it just taught me a lot in that moment. I was really grateful that you shared that with me because it allowed me to understand your process and I think open up as an actor a little bit more. I love you so much. <laughs> I love um, you. But it is, and I've had this conversation with John Bangs too, working with friends mm -hmm. who you can really just be, be with yeah. has been a huge learning tool for me because mm -hmm. there is that graciousness mm -hmm. there of let's stumble through this together. And yeah. I really love that. When I really said that to you was when we were doing the second monologue from mm -hmm. 10, which mm -hmm. when I say these are two of my favorite monologues Chris has written, the second one is just... It's <laughs> gut-wrenching. Oh I mean, God. it was... Yeah. Oh, my God. It was an I'm honor. obsessed with it. Thank you, guys. Like I have said before, I was like, I was almost upset that I was Allie because I would have rather... Chelsea mm. so I could perform that <laughs> monologue. I feel that. I think that's why I did have to say to you, I'm aware of this thing that I have. So totally. thank you for working through it with me. But also 
when we were trying to get through it and we were going through the various takes and I was probably asking for too many takes and whatever, I think we were doing the thing. Everyone's like, okay, you got it, you got it, you got it. And I was like, okay, I want to do it one more time. And I gave you this direction. Julia, I just want you to think about how much art means to you. So that night, you scrawled on a series of 15 napkins. Hiroto showed them to me. A list of every book, every movie, every show, every song, every play, and every musical. Anything that had ever given me joy, anything that you knew I loved, any piece of creativity you ever saw me digest and comment on. And you told Hiroto that if he read every book, watched every movie, listened to every piece of music on that list, that he would know who I was, that he would know how to love me. Oh my God, I remember that. <laughs> that's the, like the acting in the show is phenomenal, but I did a lot of micro cutting. I really crafted some things in this show. That's just a take, man. Like you went through. And I it hear was... when it starts in the monologue too, because the beginning again was kind of that energy where we were like, this is foreign to me a little bit, especially when coming out of the pandemic. I mean, and that being the first recording, that energy, accessing that levity in myself was an exercise with you guys that I felt safe to do. But the minute, I remember that, the minute you said that, you hear it, I'm choked up from the beginning. And it's like your lines, Chris, when you're like, the, the movies, the plays, and the musicals, when I hit musicals, it was like... My favorite musical is Phantom of the Opera and Cats, and I do not, I do not apologize for it. So deal with Nor it, okay? You. you know what I mean? Like I know the difference, but I just remember thinking that, and especially at that time, the the relationship I was going through at that moment, those were the things that we bonded over. So that art became like, oh my god, the people who know me, it's in my voice now. Woo! The people who know me know where art lives in me, and I don't actually share that part of myself with a lot of people. And so when you said that, I just remember being like, we're not going to go any deeper than this. You opened up my heart. And it was perfect. Oh, thank you so much gorgeous. for that. What a gift yeah. to thank be reminded you. of that. Thank you. <laughs> no. Thank you both. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> thank at this you. Table. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris. I love us. Julia has so much more to say about Chelsea, and it's all available for you to listen to. Hear the entire conversation in the solar panel on our Apple Podcasts premium channel. 